Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 welcome to the todd starn show sponsored by legacy precious metals there's never been a better time to invest in precious metals visit legacypminvestments.com that's legacypminvestments.com Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. And hello America, welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. Great to have you with us today and hope you are doing well. Well, we have an incredible program lined up for you today. And, uh, folks, a lot of breaking news we're going to get to, so hang tight. Uh, we've got a, the possibility of a, of a new House speaker. And I'm telling you, uh, the conservatives in America, we may be on the verge of getting hosed yet again. And we're going to get into that, do a deep dive on uh, the leading contender to replace Kevin McCarthy. We're going to get to that in just a few moments. Also following uh, the big developments coming out of the Middle East, and it is a mess over there, folks. Uh, but I want to start with something that happened uh, during the um, during the White House press briefing yesterday towards the end of this program. And something very disturbing is going on and something we need to talk about. The level of anti-Semitism in this country is off the charts. It is unbelievable what's been happening over the past decade or so on our university campuses across the nation, where our academic institutions have literally been raising up a generation of Jew haters. And yesterday... Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked about this issue by a reporter, and her response really stunned people. Look, over the past couple of weeks uh, since the Hamas Muslim terrorist waged jihad on Israeli soil, ever since that day, we have seen a massive increase in the number of anti-Semitic attacks. How many thousands, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people have been marching in the streets of American cities calling for the genocide, the slaughter of Jews, calling for the extermination of the Israeli nation. This is not something that's fabricated. We have played audio for you. We have shared news stories with you. It is, it is beyond a doubt that anti-Semitism is on the rise in this country. As a matter of fact, just a couple of months ago, the um, Anti-Defamation League which is a far-left-leaning organization, by the way, uh, they published a report just a couple of months ago saying that anti-Semitism had already been on the increase, and that was before the terrorist attacks. So anyway, Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked about this in the context, and this is what's important. She was asked about this in the context of a 
of a Jewish rabbi from Detroit who was found stabbed to death outside of her home. Let's take a listen to what KJP had to say. Cut one. So a couple of things. Um, Look, um, uh, we have not seen uh, any credible uh, threats. I know there's been always questions about uh, credible threats. uh, And so I just want to make sure that that's out there. But look, uh, Muslim and those perceived uh, to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate uh, number of hate-fueled attacks. Do you see the pivot here? That's the pivot. KJP, is she was asked about anti-Semitism, and she said, no problem there, but we need to talk about the people coming after the Muslims. Well, nobody's coming after Muslims. As a matter of fact, the only people, the only people that are impacted here are the Jewish people. They're the only people that are coming under attack, not the Muslims. So KJP then goes on um, to talk about what's happening at the university campuses. And again, the reporters are, are stunned. They're, they're like, what? Wait, what? It's, it's almost as if KJP is victim shaming here. She's, in, in a way, KJP, Corinne Jean-Pierre, is, is giving the wink and the nod that according to the Biden, or pardon me, the O'Biden administration, that it's okay for the Muslims to go out there and slaughter the children and behead the babies because they are settlers and therefore they are the enemy, as if a, a toddler is some sort of an enemy combatant when it comes to the Muslim terrorist. So anyway, she was then asked about the the marches where people are literally calling for the extermination of the nation of Israel. Here's what KJP had to say about that. Cut three. Does the president view anti-Israel protests and sentiment on college campuses as anti-Semitism? So, look, I'm not going to get into what's happening across the country and at different universities. I'm not going to get into the specifics. As the admiral said, the First Amendment right, right? That's what something, a peaceful protest, is really uh, part of part of our democracy, being able for folks to, to, uh, to be able to express their feelings. I'm not going to get into any... Uh, uh, you know, specifics on that. The president has been very clear in wanting to make sure that uh, Jewish Americans, wanting to make sure that Arab Americans, Muslims are protected here. That is what he believes in, that we they have the right uh, to live their lives and to feel protection and to feel like they're able to be part of a community. The president has been very, very clear on denouncing any type of violence. And so uh, as it relates to peaceful protesting, people have the right to do that. Uh, but we're just not going to get into blow-by-blows of what's going on across the country. The president has been very clear. So just so you understand what's happening here, the White House, the Obiden White House, was offered the opportunity to condemn the protesters who are marching through American streets, attacking Jews, attacking their businesses, t- chanting at the top of their lungs about infantata, about about going out there and, what is it, uh, from from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. That is coded language for the eradication of the nation of Israel. The White House had an opportunity to reject that sort of language, that sort of rhetoric. But instead, they pivoted, and they're making Muslims the victims. So here's how it goes. You've got a Muslim, and they go and they grab a knife, and they go and they chop the head off of your eight-month-old. Guess what? According to the Obama administration, the Muslim is the true victim here because people might say something really inappropriate or offensive. Do you, do you understand what's going on here, folks? 
this is not so, and and this is not coming from Joe Biden. This is coming from Barack Hussein Obama, who, by the way, finally came out of the closet. Pardon me, not that closet, but the other closet, and and announced that you know what? Uh, yeah, we've we've got to be cautious here with Israel. Israel can't, you know, we can't we can't be doing tit for tat. Well, the good news, uh, President Obama, is that Israel's not doing tit for tat. They were attacked. They were slaughtered. Their people were burned alive. And Israel is going to destroy Hamas. There will be no tit for tat, Mr. Obama. They will destroy Hamas. Meanwhile, words coming out and uh, got a got a message over. What is it? Last night, got a message that the reporting is that the Biden administration behind the scenes is now telling Israel, hey, we need you to hold off on the ground invasion because we're trying to get the hostages out. Well, first of all, do you really think that's a good play here? Do we have a right, ladies and gentlemen, to tell Israel what they should and should not do? Does Would Israel have, let's just, let's just say the roles were reversed and you had a bunch of uh, people coming across our southern border, invading our southern border, invading our sovereignty. Oh, wait a second. That's already happening. So it, if would Israel would Israel have the right to tell the United States, you know what, you don't need to be firing rockets into, um, into Mexico or Guatemala. No, you don't need to be doing that, uh, United States. You got you to gotta step back from the, you got you to gotta pull it back. You got to withdraw. No, of course not. We'd tell Israel to go take a fly and flip. So do we have a right, ladies and gentlemen, to tell Israel how they should conduct their affairs? And it seems to me, and you have a lot of people on the right, a lot of people, Tucker Carlson, that whole crowd, and they are adamantly opposed to any U.S. involvement in the Middle East. And fine, that's well and good. But the reality is this. Israel doesn't want our help. They don't want our boots on the ground. They just want to be able to go out there and defend their homeland and put down the enemy. So what say you? 844-747-8868 is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. We're going to be taking your calls on this. Also, uh, folks, we are raising money. This is it. This is the final week of our efforts to help our friends at the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. Today, the goal is $5,000. That's all we're asking. It may be one person out there who says, you know what, Todd? I want to lend a helping hand. We see the devastation. We see the pain and suffering of the Israeli people, and we want to help. And that's what we're doing. Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, Charlie Kirk, and myself, we are raising emergency funds for the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. And it's very simple. If you would like to donate, all you have to do is go to toddsterns.com and click on the banner at the very top of the page, Israel at War, and you click on that, and it'll take you right to the donation page. You can also give them a call. And I want you to write down this telephone number, and I want you to call them during the break, 1-800-514-5577. That's 1-800-514-5577. Folks, your emergency gift today will help with critical and essential needs of the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. Help us save lives 
by helping our friends at the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. This is the Todd Stern Show. Are you as frustrated as I am that males, boys, and men are being allowed to take away awards and opportunities from girls and women in sports? That girls are being sidelined in their own sports and put in harm's way? That our own federal government is pushing this? When our society ignores biological reality, it's women and girls who suffer. Thankfully, my friends at Alliance Defending Freedom are standing for truth and challenging this destructive agenda in the courts and legislatures nationwide. But they need your help. Join with ADF and be a champion. Champion for Freedom. Just $19 a month will fuel the fight to protect our freedoms. Visit ToddStearns.com. That's ToddStearns.com and click the Champion for Freedom banner. Pledge your monthly gift of $19 or more to ADF or give your most generous one-time gift. And thanks to a friend of ADF, that first gift will be matched. Visit ToddStearns.com or call 855-417-6556. That's 855-417-6556. the Todd Stearns Radio Program. So happy to have you with us today. Our telephone number is 844-747-8868. And we are waiting. Uh, By the way, this breaking news, uh, Newsmax now reporting that Tom Emmer is the new GOP nominee for House Speaker. I'm going to get to your calls in a moment, but I want to share some information with you about who Tom Emmer is. Ladies and gentlemen, I I hate to break this to you, but the Republican Party is about to screw conservatives. Now, here's what you need to know about Tom Emmer. First of all, he was the hand-picked choice of Speaker Kevin McCarthy. He is a moderate Republican from Minnesota, and he and McCarthy actually campaigned aggressively to against MAGA congressional candidates in the midterm elections, and he told all the Republican candidates to run as far away from Donald Trump as possible. Emmer supports aid for Ukraine, and he voted alongside Democrats in September for a short-term budget to avert the government shutdown. Uh, He also voted to certify the 2020 presidential election. By the way, all of you social conservatives, Tom Emmer is pro-gay marriage. He was the only candidate for speaker to vote in favor of legislation that codified same-sex marriage. So that McCarthy would throw his support behind Emmer, tells you everything you need to know, not just about Emmer, but also about Kevin McCarthy, who is a snake in the grass. Now, look, Tom Emmer may be a, a good and decent man. Have I have no qualms about that, but he is not a conservative man. He does not represent the Republican Party. And, and by the way, he's just like Kevin McCarthy, except I will say this, at least Tom Emmer is actually honest about it. And if he is elected speaker today, Emmer will not be speaking for you, the gun-toting, Bible-clinging conservatives of America. So, so look, I, 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 want, I want you to hear me on this. And hear me well. You need to be picking up the phone, and you need to be calling your elected leaders in the House of Representatives right now. Right now. And you need to let them know you do not want them voting for Tom Emmer. This is a bad, bad pick. So we're going to be we're going to be monitoring this through the day. They are expecting a vote. We cannot let Tom Emmer be the next speaker of the house. 844-747-8868.
Let's go to the phones here. Connor in Boston. Connor, what's on your mind? Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. I, you know, with everything that's going on in the world right now, I may need the number of your cardiologist because I think my heart's about to explode here with what's going on in Israel and then what's going on with this, these rhinos that are trying to get into the speakership in the House. You know, it's like when you think of Kevin McCarthy and you think of this, this Tom Emmer guy, I mean, well, we call him here in Boston. They're both bums, quite frankly. Yeah, Con- Connor, I'm curious, as as a millennial conservative, you, you live in Boston, you're right there in the belly of the beast, and you see the Republicans doing going down this path where they could have had Jim Jordan, they could have had Byron Donalds, could have had Mike Johnson, but instead they go for the most liberal guy that's running for Speaker of the House. What does that tell you about your party? It just really makes me think to myself, is it really just like Democrat light? Or is it really like what the you know the, the principles of a conservative are? Limited government, um, basically freedom, and not having this oppressive uh, these oppressive politicians who come up to you and ask for your vote and then can vote completely opposite when they get to Washington. It's it's very frustrating, but I think it's just an opportunity with the optimism here, Todd, where it's like we need to vote more candidates in like uh, like Kim Jordan, like President Trump, and we need to clean house of all these swamp creature rhinos. I mean, you know, if, if things do keep progressing in Israel right now, which is a monstrosity um, with what Palestine and what, what, what Hamas is doing over there, it's disgusting. It's like, do we really feel comfortable with somebody like a Tom Emmert um, basically controlling the, controlling the House? I personally don't. But it just comes down to every vote matters. And these people that we're electing into the House, um, we need to really be looking at their records when we're voting them in there because we cannot have candidates like this. We need rock-solid conservatives in there not in the middle not moderate rock solid i'm with you on this one connor and appreciate the call gina writing on our facebook live stream he's a democrat and republican close uh laura says i'd rather had byron donalds of florida to be the speaker uh linda says todd i'm really sick of these so-called republicans and uh, by the way gina is actually listening to us in minnesota So our number again, 844-747-8868, getting your reaction that the nominee that's being put forward by the Republicans is a far-left moderate candidate. There's no other way to describe Tom Emmert. All right, let's go to Statesville, North Carolina. Robert, I know you want to weigh in on the war in Israel. All right, Robert, what you got for us? Yes, sir. I would just like to say that... uh I don't think the Palestinian people are being oppressed by Israel. I think they're being oppressed by Hamas. And I think Israel is trying to relieve them of that oppression. You know, honestly, Robert, I would like to see I would like to see Israel come in after the war, help them rebuild, and let's see what Gaza can be. Let's let the Gazans, but again, they cannot go back to electing Hamas. They just cannot do that. I mean, that is that is a losing formula. But it, go ahead. It really is. Uh, besides that, uh, the people that are opposing Israel and promoting uh, the Palestinians and all here in our country, especially elected leaders in our country, I think they need to be shipped back over to Gaza and let them support them from there. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a terrific idea. And we've got some audio we're going to be playing. Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar. Look, they're going full-blown crazy 
I mean, it's insane, uh, the stuff coming, the rhetoric coming out of their mouths. We're going to get to that in just a little while. Robert, got to run. Appreciate that call. All right, folks, our lines are open today, and the breaking news is that uh, House Republicans picking Tom Emmer as their guy. The full House will be voting on this very soon. We're going to keep you updated. 844-747-8868. That is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866-649-0304, and start investing today. All right, welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us. I'm Todd Starnes. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Program. Uh, let's go to the phones and, of course, the breaking news of the hour. The uh, the House moving forward with with Tom Emmer of Minnesota as their nominee to be Speaker. He is the most liberal of all nine of the candidates. He was the most liberal. And uh, many people, including uh, Congressman Rick Allen of Georgia, uh, telling the recount, very concerned about Emmer's vote for the respect for Marriage Act. Uh, I want to go to the phones here. Uh, let's go to um, uh, let's go to Josh in Cumming, Georgia. Josh, what's on your mind? Hey, good afternoon, sir. Uh, I just wanted to make a quick point. I believe it was yesterday that you said that we need to open our eyes and see that everything going on going on in Israel is a religious war, and we need to be aware of that. My church is going through a revival right now, and evangelist Perry Stone is leading this revival. And he made the point that violence—the uh, word "violence" in Hebrew—is actually Hamas, and and that is used in Genesis uh, six eleven, where it says that God saw that the world uh, was filled with violence. So I think you know you're you're on the right track. And uh, again, we need to uh, open our eyes and, and see what's happening. Well, from day one, Josh, this is, I can tell you this, we were the only talk radio program in America to recognize right out of the gate what this war is really all about. And this is a, this is a spiritual conflict. This is a religious battle and it is a battle of good versus evil. There is no equivalency here. Uh, this is downright evil. And, and maybe one thing, one good thing we can take away from all of this, Josh, is that we can now recognize 
what these universities have done to the young people of America, turning them into Jew haters, that is grossly offensive. Yep, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. I, I firmly stand with Israel. My church stands with Israel. And we as a nation need to stand with Israel. And being a veteran of law enforcement and the Marine Corps, we need to understand that America needs to be very, very careful on how we go about handling this situation to make sure that we are on the side of good and the side of Christ and remain firm in that standing. Uh, well said. All right, Josh, appreciate you calling in, and uh, good luck with that uh, great revival meeting there. That's exciting. Uh, we have got a, a big event happening uh, here in the Memphis area tonight, and we've been keeping you updated on a crazy story uh, happening in Germantown, Tennessee, where I live. And it's really crazy that we're fighting a culture war in my backyard, where tonight the school board is going to decide whether or not to give Jesus the heave-ho. They are going to consider a plan to take Good Friday and Easter Monday off of the official school calendar. Well, I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, we are blessed in in our neck of the woods to have a Moms for Liberty chapter. Kristen New is a part of that great organization, and she joins us today. Kristen, appreciate you coming on the show. Oh, well, thank you for covering this story, Todd. This is this is a very important local story here, but it also echoes what is going on nationwide. What do you mean by that? Well, we have uh, taken God out of the school system. We already know that, but this um, it's egregious taking away the naming of our holidays that has been going on. We started with taking Christmas break off of the calendar years ago. Years ago, Christians acquiesced to that, and now they have moved on, and they want to remove Easter Monday from the calendar of the Germantown School Board. Municipal School Board is going to vote on that tonight. And uh, I, was it last week they had a big meeting, and it was televised, and, and sure enough, there was a lady there on the school board, and she explained the reason why. What was it that, that compelled them to want to change the name? Yes, her name is Amy Ove. Woke Ove has decided that it is up to her to propose changing Good Friday and Easter Monday to rename them Spring Holiday. And her reasoning was that they had some kind of committee, a calendar committee, and some of the feedback that they got from this committee was that somebody somewhere was triggered by the word Easter for Easter Monday on the calendar. You see, and this, so they wanted to change it in respect to those who don't celebrate Easter. Okay, let's get real. There are more churches in our neighborhood than Starbucks, Kristen. So I find it very hard to believe that somebody would be triggered by the words Good Friday. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not Good Friday. It's the Easter Monday that they're really having a problem with. So last year they gave us Easter Monday off, and her reasoning was that not because people celebrate Easter Monday, even though I'm Catholic and that is part of our Easter religion, but she um, said it's because kids don't come to school on Monday because they are using that as a travel day as they go visit family during the very important time of Easter. So in order for us to keep Easter Monday as a holiday on the calendar, she wants to change Good Friday and Easter Monday into spring holiday and just call that entire holiday spring holiday instead of what it is actually called. So, so Kristen, th this, is, this is just one component, uh, one, one story out of a number 
uh, there are some weird things going on in this school district. Uh, and I, I know that you guys have been all over this, especially with the sex and the gender, the transgenderism stuff. What, what else is going on in this school district? It started two years ago when they were masking our kids unnecessarily, when we were the only school district continuing to mask children, and then they were also taking children physically out of classrooms and putting them in isolation if they didn't mask. So we became basically ground zero for culture change in our area. And they know that schools are ground zero for culture change for the entire United States. So if they can change the culture in the school systems, then then they can change the culture of the world. So they started with medical freedom in our school system, and that is where we parents started stepping up and getting involved because it became very clear that they are not on the side of parental rights. They are on the side of some big agenda. And then it metamorphed into this LGBTQ agenda, And they recently had a transgender, a boy, dress up as a girl on our homecoming court. We we found out that they were using, asking kids what their pronouns were when they signed up for a play. Um, They were putting on a production of Chicago. And when you go and you sign up uh, to to register to, to try out, they were asking kids whether they were a he, she, him, her, they, them, or other, and then they also had a paragraph that could be filled out um, that said, what would you like to be called in front of your parents? So they very much are aware of um, this agenda that's going on in the school system, even though they keep gaslighting us and telling us that it's not happening. What I find interesting is that you guys, uh, you ladies over at Moms for Liberty, um, have actually gone above and beyond, and you actually have the physical evidence of these forms uh, the, you've got the video from the homecoming. It's not like these things are, are in doubt here. You've got the goods, the evidence. Yes, but they just tell us that we don't see what we see, we don't hear what we hear, and I that see. we are not being truthful, All right, so which, but we are. So tonight, uh, and I understand there's a big school board meeting. I, I'm going to be there, and I'm, I've got to get there. How, how long are, are we allowed to speak before uh, the board? They graciously give us three minutes, Todd. Well, I can pack a lot into 60 <laughs> seconds, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to come loaded for bear tonight. But it's at 6 o'clock tonight. Is that right? It is 6 o'clock. Now, if you look at the agenda, we are towards the bottom of the agenda. So I just want a, a call to action to the Christian conservatives of our community to come out, even if you don't want to speak, just to show up um, bodies or um, – what we need in that room to show that we are standing together as the Christian community in order to prevent them from wiping Easter off of our calendar. Now, they do play the game where they will put this towards the end of the agenda. They make you wait it out. So if you can't get there right at 6, don't worry, come anyway, because um, uh, as soon as you get off work, just come on out. We will probably have not gotten to it yet. So, You know, Kristen, here's what gets me. I want to know who's on that committee. That's it's not just the school board, it's the committee, and that's where you really have to start doing the deep dive to find out who's recommending this nonsense. Yes, correct. And even if they would even if it's recommended, Todd, it, the fact that they would even entertain it is just a low IQ conversation that we keep having with this school board. I mean, these are the people that are proponents of pronouns and people who can't decide what a woman is. And now we are having another low IQ conversation about whether or not we should include Easter on a calendar. And they keep kind of dragging us down into these social issues. And then we never get to what is important, the education of our children. 
we never get to those conversations. Well, it's a great point. All right, folks, tonight, 6 o'clock at the Germantown School Board office. And uh, you folks listening to us on KWAM, uh, you need to be out there today. You need to be showing your support for these moms and dads and for these kids. And you also need to be calling. I want you to write down this number and give them a call. You can be nice and polite, but give them a piece of your mind. 901-752-7900. That's 901-752-7900. Be nice and polite. No need to yell. No need to get um, you know ornery. But uh, but just let them know what's what's on your mind. Well, Kristen, appreciate you calling in, and we appreciate the great work of Moms for Liberty, and you keep fighting the good fight. All right. Well, appreciate you, Todd, and we'll see you tonight. I, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. All right. Three minutes. Man, I'm going to go rewrite my – I thought I had 60 seconds, Kristen. We're, we're going we're gonna to have some fun tonight. It goes by quick. All right. It really does. I, oh, I know. All right, Kristen, appreciate that. Kristen knew everybody with Moms for Liberty here in the Memphis area. Wow. It's happening right in our own backyard. All right, so we've got a lot going on. Uh, we're going to be taking your calls. Got to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to give you the very latest on the the vote and the TikTok on the next House Speaker. Also, following developments in Israel, where there is a, a lot of concern from our fellow conservatives over whether or not we should be helping Israel. Do you believe we have an obligation to stand alongside Israel? 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stard Show. When the government used emergency edicts during COVID to restrict the gathering and worship of churches, three pastors facing the risk of imprisonment, unlimited fines, and their own churches being ripped apart, took a courageous stand and reopened their doors in the face of a world that chose to comply. The Essential Church is a feature-length documentary that explores the struggle between the church and government throughout history. This fascinating story uncovers those who've sacrificed their lives throughout history for what they truly believe in. We discover why the church is essential and how we prove that this stand remains true from a scientific, legal, and most importantly, biblical perspective. This is not your typical movie. It'll change your life. You need to see this movie with your friends and family. The Essential Church is streaming today exclusively at SalemNow.com. That's Essential Church, streaming at SalemNow.com. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us on a very busy Breaking News Tuesday. Uh, Let's go to the phones here, 844-747-8868. Let's say hello to Bill in Gainesville, Georgia. Hi, Bill. What's going on? Hi, Todd. Bill, you there? All right, let's put Bill on hold, and uh, we'll get Bill figured out. Uh, folks, I am. I'm telling you that if if Tom Emmer is is the Speaker of the House, the conservative agenda comes to a screeching halt. That's all there is to it. Uh, this guy has a very long resume of being an establishment rhino of the liberal persuasion. That's that's really all you need to know about about Tom Emmer. By the way, Trump was asked about this on the campaign trail. You know, it was up in New Hampshire yesterday. Uh, cut number five. 
Threshold is very tough. It's a very tough thing, no matter who it is. Uh, I said there's only one person that can do it all the way. You know who that is? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus came down and said, I want to be speaker. He would do it. Other than that, I haven't seen I haven't seen anybody that can guarantee it. But at some point, I think we're going to uh, we're going to have somebody pretty soon. Well, there you go. Thank you, thank you for that, Mr. President. He was in a good mood yesterday, cranking a lot of a lot of jokes uh, during uh, during his his rally. So um, we uh, I, I want to play some audio from Ilhan Omar, Ayanna Presley, the pro Hamas caucus held a press briefing. A Fox News reporter was there and was asking a lot of questions and really getting under the skin of the uh, the, the the Hamas caucus. Cut number four. Question. Your colleague, Richie Torres, has said calling for a ceasefire is a dangerous double standard that the U.S. wouldn't hold themselves to. So my question is, is if this attack happened in America, would you be calling for a ceasefire as well? Vengeance is not a foreign policy doctrine. Uh, we are here to save lives. Yes or a no? Anyone else? I do have another question. Why don't you want Israelis to go after the terrorists that burned, tortured, killed their babies and children and still have them hostage? Why don't you want the Israelis to go after the terrorists that did that? How many more killings is enough for you? Is it a thousand more? 2,000 more, 3,000 more? How many more Palestinians would make you happy if they died? Do you, you, will you be fine if all of the people of Gaza were gone? Would that make you happy? Would that be the thing that makes you proud? And maybe that's the question you should ask Richie. Is he okay? How many more Palestinian lives is he comfortable with? Because I am not comfortable with anyone. Any other questions? I guess my last question would be, what do you say to the Israeli people that feel like you're telling them to do nothing when their children are being held hostage by terrorists? Oh, hello. I, You know, it's a good thing that Ilhan Omar did not have some sort of a sword. I think she would have gone full-blown jihad there. I mean, and I'll give you another example. Cut number 12. Where is your humanity? How do you look at one atrocity and say this is wrong? But you watch as bodies pile up, as neighborhoods are leveled. Israel has dropped more bombs in the last 10 days than we dropped in a whole year in Afghanistan. Where is your humanity? Where is your outrage? Where is your care for people? How is it that we have a president who is talking about releasing hostages, who is talking about getting American citizens out of Israel, but could not get himself to say, I want to save and work to save the hundreds, thousands of Americans is stuck in Gaza. What is wrong with you? Holy crap. Got it. Look, I got to tell you, she needs to cut down on the decaf. So it's it's really not good for you, Elhan. But I wouldn't want to be on an airplane with her traveling back to Minnesota. I'd be pulling the TSA aside. Hey, you might want to give her a once over again, just just to be careful, because she is wound up.
But you know what we didn't see here, folks? There was no outrage, no condemnation for the Muslims going in and slaughtering the Jews. There was none. There's no outrage from Ilhan Omar or Rashida Tlaib or any of the other Hamas members when the Muslims kidnapped Americans. Keep in mind, we have American citizens by the dozens that are being held hostage in Gaza right now by Hamas. I don't hear any outrage from these folks, none whatsoever. Quite frankly, they ought to be expelled. And I'll go a step further. Any refugee, and Ilhan Omar is a refugee, she came to this country. We opened up our arms. Come, come, come to America. We will take care of you. And what did she do? She spit in our faces. That's what this woman did. She spit in our faces. We need to start kicking these people out of the country. You come to this, you come to this nation as a as a refugee and you attack America. I don't care. I don't care if you're a member of Congress. You go pack your bags. We're going to take care of an airline flight to whatever third world hellhole you want to go back to. That's what I say. All right, we got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stark Show. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to MyPillow.com slash Starns. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1-800-839-8506. The offer comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns or call 800-839-8506. Promo code Starns. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. And hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program. It is hour two. And, man, we have got a, a great hour lined up for you. Our good friend from the Wellness Company is going to be here, Peter Galuli, uh, in just a little while. Also, uh, actor Kevin Sorbo is going to drop by. Got a brand new movie coming out, opening on October 29th. We'll be talking to him as well. I want you to write down our telephone number. You will need this if you plan on calling in this hour, 844-747-8868. And we're getting your reaction to the news coming out just moments ago that House Republicans have selected a very, very moderate rhino, Tom Emmer, to be their nominee for Speaker of the House. Emmer, the most most liberal of all of the candidates running out of those nine Republicans. So we're going to keep you updated on voting developments there. In the meantime, I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Great to have with us our good friend, 
He is a retired lieutenant colonel from the U.S. Army, president of Project Sentinel, and he is also president of the London Center for Policy Research, Tony Schaefer. Tony, good to have you back with us today. Hey, Todd, always great to join you. Thanks for having me. So I'm just curious. We'll start right out of the gate here. A lot of folks wondering, getting text messages over the past couple of days, why haven't the Israelis started the, the ground offensive yet? And there was some rumbling, some reporting yesterday that it was because the Biden administration was telling them to hold off. Uh, what can you tell us? Well, I think what you said is one of the key factors. Uh, the Biden administration, and I think John Kirby's even kind of admitted this in his own kind of slimy way that they're doing it, that they're working both with the Iranians, who uh, we all recognize was behind both funding and providing military material support to the Hamas attack, as well as dealing with uh, the Hamas leadership and, and Qatar, uh, trying to negotiate. And so, you know, there's no doubt at this point that the Biden administration uh, is putting some pressure on slowing this down. And, and there's two reasons for it. First, Hamas is just trying to buy time. They, they believe, Hamas, that the longer they can put off the invasion, the more chance that global voices will go against the Israelis to call for a, a truce. And I, that's what they're betting on. And, and of course, you got Biden, who does have leverage over the uh, Israelis by the fact that we're going to have to provide them, and we've already acknowledged this, a great number of military weapon systems to include ammunition. And it's it's that leverage that I think the Biden administration is now using as a threat to the Israelis, saying you need to slow down or else we're not going to provide you this. And I, so that's what's going on. And, yeah, it's delaying, I think, a legitimate incursion by the Israelis into the Gaza Strip. And They've made some incursions, Tom. Tom, they've done a few things. They've done some minor, uh, I think, what I would call shaping operations to prepare for it. But I I do believe the only reason they're holding back is because of Biden. How dangerous is that for the Israelis? I mean, is this going to give Hezbollah an opportunity to make some advances in the north? Well, the Hezbollah issue has already been kind of at play. The Israelis have already been proactively hitting some of their positions in the north part of the, in the northern part of the country in, in Lebanon, and plus, uh, not well reported, but ha- it has been reported that the, the uh, Israelis have already hit Syria. They, they've done some things to warn people to say, you know, against what apparently are legitimate military targets, or else we we hear complaints from from Hezbollah and Syria saying they're hitting you know non-military targets. Apparently, they've hit some military targets to make that point. That look. You don't want to jump in. And, and, and I think Bibi Netanyahu has also already said publicly, Hezbollah rolls into this, they're going to regret it. And I think there's some, some real uh, uh, things that Israelis could do. With that said, they don't want a two-front war if they don't have to. They, the Israelis do want to focus on Hamas, and I think that is a legitimate uh, way they should go forward. Uh, for me, Todd, I think that the delay is unnecessary. I think if I were them, I would have gone in already. Uh, I think, uh, well, it does take time to muster 300,000 troops. That's not a small number. Uh, there's things you could, you could start doing right now to, to make it clear you plan on going in and eradicating Hamas once and for all. And do, do you think there will be a ground invasion at some point? Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I, no, I think it, they, they've already got postured. I was watching some, uh, my friend uh, John Huddy was doing some stuff from, uh, Israel today on his Instagram. I was looking at that. They're moving more and more armor in. There's no doubt they're going to go in. It's just a question of how and and why. And remember, we have a, a Marine Corps three-star general now there on the ground advising them. 
and I don't know this for a fact, but I suspect he, the Marine Corps, U.S. Marine Corps general, is actually advising them on how to avoid some of the, the bad lessons we learned at Fallujah. Because, you know, we had to go back into Fallujah twice, which is a very heavily urbanized environment, very difficult to fight in. So I think that's why he's there to help advise them. So uh, over the weekend, uh, in the dark of night, as I, I love pointing out here, uh, Tony, and I always get concerned when this White House releases things late at night on the weekend, and and it <laughs> yeah. involved it, it, you know the Pentagon coming out and saying, "Hey, look, we're caught, we're we're putting people on deployment notice. We're sending an additional um, carrier group to the Middle East, not you know to replace the the Ford, uh, but the Eisenhower will be there in addition to the Ford." Uh, what are you hearing? Right. What are you hearing stateside? How many people are we talking about that are on call or on standby to be deployed? Well, you've got the the typical tiered units always on standby, ready to go. That that is, you know, the, the tier one units t- through tier three. They're all kind of lining up and ready to deploy. Uh, the aircraft uh, on the battle groups on the two aircraft, the air carrier, the, the battle, the air, the carrier battle groups are significant. And there's there's also Marine and other ground forces interspersed with the the flotilla. So that's another thing that we have to consider. I don't know the exact numbers. I think the Pentagon's been a bit uh, quiet about it. Obviously, the other thing to remember, Todd, is we have a huge number of folks already deployed to to Poland, which are essentially being used there to, to stifle or potentially dissuade the Russians from doing anything there. So that's that's something that we're going to have to consider. And obviously, you get the Pacific, you get the Chinese. And, and what they may do. So this is uh, this is something the Pentagon is taking very seriously. They are facing a dilemma of focus. Uh, that is to say that the, the White House has certain policies they want uh, to be able to essentially make sure are credible. The Pentagon has to try to keep up, and that's one of the issues right now is how do we maintain that that, that posture of deterrence from our adversaries without showing that we have weakness. And that's that's the challenge they're going through right now. Well, you had Kirby all but do that yesterday when he actually admitted <laughs> that we've got a shortage of ammo. Really? You're going you're gonna to announce yeah. that to the world? Well, John Kirby, uh, while he's very slick, is not very bright. And I think this is where he is kind of saying things which do not help the situation. One of the things, you know, Todd, we've talked about this before. I'm a Reagan guy. I'm still friends and mentors with with President Reagan's folks, and I was very close to Bud McFarland before he passed, never give the enemy information regarding what you have regarding weakness or intentions. Keep them guessing. Don't let them know. And this administration seems to, to go the opposite every time they have a chance. Instead of showing strength, saying, we're not going to, we don't want to go to do something, they, they use that language, that weak, the language of weakness. And they just project weakness the way they talk about things. And, and this is why. The, the Biden administration is focused on not losing. And that means they're not trying to win. And when you're not trying to win, you're basically put posturing yourself to lose. And that's what John Kirby reflects every time he talks. Mm. Wow. Tony Schaefer, president of Project Sentinel. Um, Tony, let's go back to these troops. Let's say you know we have to send sure. um, you know a couple of thousand troops to the Middle East, where are those guys going to be boots on the ground in the Middle East, or will so they? Be? There's, yeah, no, we've got we've got bases we don't fully acknowledge there, Todd. We got okay. So uh, <laughs> there's three places. No, I mean, look, let's let's be clear here. We have a much larger footprint in Jordan that we've acknowledged, and uh, the Egyptians, President Al Sisi, we have a really significant relationship there. A lot of the time, while this has not been publicized. 
we have staged from Egypt to do a number of things in the Middle East. It's just we don't talk about it. So the staging is not going to be a difficult thing. We've got good uh, relationships and, and, and good access to the places we need to be. The more, the more important question, Todd, is what will they do once they're there? Because right now there's no clear, uh, clearly defined mission set or objectives assigned to anything we're doing militarily, which I would also add creates conditions for uncertainty, and uncertainty is the biggest, uh, 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 um, uh, I, I would say, danger to peace because, uh, you know, uncertainty creates uh, miscalculation. Miscalculation creates combat. So I think that's where we have to really kind of look at what, what's going on. Tony, I've been, I've been covering news. I've been a journalist for 30 years. And I got to say, I just have a sense of unease about all of this. Yeah. I think a lot of people do, and I do too, because uh, this is why I know some of the senior officers who are planning this, I have confidence in their ability. Uh, I've, I have good contacts with the Pentagon still, despite my my current uh, my my constant criticism of them. I, I still have a lot of folks I talk to. I'm very close to. I have no doubt in their in their ability. The, the problem I have is the policy. Uh, right, right now, I have no confidence in the Biden administration's foreign intelligence or national security staff. Tony Blinken is a train wreck. He has done everything he can to screw up our relationships with the countries in the Middle East. They basically, President al-Sisi chewed him out uh, at the last meeting they had regarding the Hamas issue. Joe Biden himself is compromised. Uh, Lloyd Austin, while I know the man and I've served with him in combat, I, I don't believe he's the right man for the job right now. It's because of the poor leadership at the top. Uh, and remember, there's a Japanese saying, you know, the fish rots from the head. So if you get if you got problems with leadership, no matter how good your folks are at the operational level, there's there's reason to be concerned. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to have to leave it there, Tony. Good stuff. We'll get you back on soon. And of course, folks, you can watch Tony all the time over at uh, Newsmax TV. Thanks a lot, Tony. Hey, thanks, Todd. All right. Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, retired from the Army. Great man. President of the Project Sentinel as well. Got a text message from some of our listeners on KQAM in Wichita last night. Um, alerting us to a lot of military activity, a lot of aircraft coming in, uh, tankers and, and whatnot. And also, uh, we're hearing some rumblings uh, that there may be activity out in the Carolinas as well. So uh, give us a call if um, if you're hearing reports. Maybe you have a loved one and they've been called up. We'd like to hear from you, 844-747-8868. Uh, folks, do you believe we're ready? Do you believe we're ready to find a war, and do you have that sense of, it's just an unsettled feeling. And and you really do wonder if the, if the policies of Barack Obama and the pro- policies of Joe O'Biden have, have made us weaker, have put us in a position where we are not able to do what needs to be done. And, and I think that's really the unease. I, look, I have full confidence that the Israelis are going to be able to take care of business, but we've got to stand out of their way. We can't be getting in their way. They've got to, do, and what they're about to do is going to, it is going to shock. There is going to be awe, but I believe that we are going to all be safer as a result of that. And I think the Syria, there's a reason why Syria hasn't stepped in and done anything because they know Israel means business. All right, got to take a break. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. 
We're big fans of, of Newsmax, and man, have they been doing an incredible job covering the war, covering what's happening up on Capitol Hill right now. Millions of people are making the switch to Newsmax. This is really sort of fun. It's real news that you can trust. I watch it all the time. So does President Trump. He loves Newsmax. By the way, Newsmax is on all major cable systems, and if your cable operator does not carry Newsmax, just give them a call and say, I want Newsmax. And don't forget to download the Newsmax app on your iPhone or Android absolutely free, and you can start watching anytime. Get that Newsmax app right now. You can get Newsmax at home, and you can make the switch right now. All right, time now for some gay news. It's raining All right, ladies and gentlemen, a new segment here on the Todd Stearns Radio Program, uh, exploring our tolerance and diversity. Turns out, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, a number of queers are marching in support of the Palestinians. As a matter of fact, we've got some, yeah, we've got some audio of uh, some of the, uh, the queers marching in support of people who act- actually hate their guts. I think the Muslims hate the LGBT crowd more than they hate the rest of us. And by the rest of us, I mean the uh, Christians and the Jews. I'm serious. Uh, We've got some audio. This is actually um, LGBT people marching in support of Muslims. Queer rights, trans rights. We say no to genocide. Queer rights, trans rights. We say no to genocide. (laughs) You can't make this up. Look, uh, the only good thing here, and and look, I know these uh, young people are deluded. They they don't know what they're – look, they don't even know their pronouns, right? So what do they know? But I will say this. They don't understand that Israel is actually doing them a favor, and I'm serious about this. Israel has done the LGBT community worldwide a great favor by doing what they're doing in Gaza right now because they're no longer able to throw them off of buildings, because there are no there are no buildings left. I mean, we've all seen the videos, right? I mean, they're literally the Muslims throwing gay people off the high rise buildings, and they plummet to their death simply because of of uh, of their sexual orientation. It's a it's a weird thing that's going on right now. As a matter of fact, Rice University in Texas. They have cut ties with the Houston Hallel. That's the, the Jewish club on, uh, on college campuses. And the reason why they cut ties was to be more inclusive with Palestinian members. A decision local chapters director says has instead alienated queer Jewish students on campus. Rice Pride disaffiliated with the Jewish campus organization after months of discussions with Palestinian and Arab students. They say the partnership made them uncomfortable and unsafe engaging with the gay group. Houston Hillel worked with Pride over the past several years as its only official partner, helping organize events and donating money to the Rice Queer Resource Center. So there you have it. The hatred of the Jews is so great that there are some in the transgender community that would rather sacrifice their life. They would rather be thrown off of a building. This is unbelievable, unbelievable. But hear me, LGBT community, and, and please hear me on this. Do not go over there. It is too dangerous for you. 
These Muslim countries are not tolerant. They are not diverse. And quite frankly, you do owe the good people of Israel a hearty thank you for knocking down all of the big buildings. So at least you don't have to worry about getting thrown off the roof. Unbelievable what's going on. All right, that once again, ladies and gentlemen, is your gay news update. It's raining men. Hallelujah, it's raining men. All right. <laughs> Coming up, well, we've got your calls. Uh, we've got open lines right now, ladies and gentlemen, 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stark. folks have you made the switch to patreon mobile yet if not what are you waiting for come on these are great people patriotmobile.com slash todd they're america's only christian conservative cell phone company and man do they have some incredible service 4g and 5g networks and they've the coverage they've got a coverage guarantee over at patriotmobile.com slash todd you just got to check it out they also have a plan to fit any budget now listen up use my promo code todd they're going to give you free activation and a plan for any budget as low as $25 a month. I mean, that's a pretty good deal right there, folks. And you can also buy a new phone. They will sell you a phone, or you can just transfer your number over. So it's they're very helpful, great people, patriotmobile.com slash Todd. All right, let's go to the phones real quick. We have full lines. Uh, let's start in Salem, Oregon. Frank on the line. Hi, Frank. What's uh, What's going on? Hey, it's Todd. How's it going? Going well. Thanks for asking. Uh, I'm calling. Well, I'd like to talk about two things, but one thing in particular, this Tom Emmer wins the House GOP nomination to be speaker. Uh, You know, it was a secret vote. So all these Republicans got the cover of their uh, cohorts in there. So they can vote for whoever they want to, and they won't get blasted at home. I would sure like to find out what that vote was. But anyway, this guy is basically what the Democrats, you know, their speaker, what's his name? Or no, not their speaker, but the head of the Hakeem Democrats. Jeffries. Yes, Hakeem Jeffries. He's been saying, you know, they just need to vote for a moderate, you know, so we can get behind him. In so many words, what he was saying. And they just did. They named... uh Democratic light, basically, I and mean, not really light. I mean, from the stuff you told me about him, I never even heard of his name before. That's how well known he is. And uh, the Democrats will get behind him because they, uh, I'm reading right here on my homepage that uh, the Republicans only needed a majority of their party support for his nomination. It's unclear. Uh, yeah, that, and, and we've been yes, and we've been talking about that, Frank. So yeah, he's got the majority, but now he has to get that magic number, and and I'm not sure he's going to get it. I, I really don't. And, and I'm telling you, Tom or Frank, rather, I'm telling you, Frank, if if the conservatives vote for this guy, we lose in 2024. 
oh, we'd lose the Republican Party. We sure would. Uh, there, you know, we as, as far as everything's would. going, as far as everything's going with these Republicans, you know, uh, I mean, there's fewer and fewer Republicans that you can really trust. I'm almost ashamed to call myself a Republican anymore because of what they're doing. But what do you do? You can't start your own party and stuff and not voting for the Republicans just because whatever, uh, you know, that's cutting off your nose to spite your face. If you got a Republican and Democrat running, you obviously got to vote for the Republican no matter what kind of uh, Nimrod he is and, or she is. And and it's it's just sad the way we're going here, you know. I'm sure uh, Ronald Reagan is rolling over in his grave with the idiocy of the Republican Party. No They're doubt about it. And sad. while the Republicans dither, and Frank, appreciate that call, while the Republicans dither, you've got a feckless, dementia-riddled president who is about to lead this country into World War III. We have been warning about this for well over a year now, and and here we are. Here we are. All right, let's go to Chickamauga, Georgia. Diane is on the line. Hi, Diane. What's going on? Hey, Todd. Love your show. Listen to you every day. Thank you. So the first thing I want to say is a victory for Israel is victory for the world, and they don't even know it. So if they hadn't interfered and caused this delay, this would already be over. Israel would have went in there and cleaned it out. And now with this delay, what's happening is more that uh, this is standing the flame of the Muslims around the world more and more, and it's not—it's <laughs> making it worse. Diane, you're, I mean, you're very observant here because every single day is another day that Hamas and Hezbollah get to prepare. Yeah, and I liked what uh, uh, Netanyahu said the other day. He said, "If we have to wait a month." three months, however long, when we get through, there will be no Hamas left. And they're still hanging in there. But also, all these trucks full of aid going into Gaza, uh, who's there to check and see what's in those trucks? And do you really think it's going to go to the people that need it, Diane? Well, I'm wondering about arms or things for Hamas going in through that. It's a, Look, it's a fair concern. Yeah, so, uh, but in here we've had that uh, Jewish rabbi, rabbi stabbed to death, and that, uh, I think you played it earlier, that Jean-Pierre, whatever her name is, just deflecting from that and going on how we have to protect. And in America, it's supposed to be equal protection under the law, but Well, you would think so. Not. No, it is not. Diane, thank you for that call. Uh, let's go to... Silver Silver Springs, Maryland, Victor on the line. Hey, Victor, what say you? I am nominating another gay update theme for you. Klaus Noby, you don't know me. That's a good one to play. <laughs> we'll take Rush we'll, did that for his gay update theme. We'll take you don't Yeah, we'll, know t- me. we'll t- I hear don't you. Say I can't go out with other boys. Anyhow, uh, on a serious note, did you hear that uh, the Massachusetts legislature uh, voted for Bill 4135, which would make Massachusetts virtually a gun-free zone? Did not hear that, Victor. Oh, yes. Maybe your Boston uh, friend will call in and talk about it, but if this 
thing becomes law, can you imagine this? Even if you have a concealed carry, you have to get permission from, let's say you want to go get gas, you have to get permission from the gas station owner. Can I uh, keep my concealed carry? No, you may not. You have to put your gun in the glove compartment and your ammo in another compartment. Well, Victor, we'll, uh, we're going to look into this, and we'll circle back on Open Line Friday, and uh, we'll spend a little bit more time on that. Uh, good hearing from you. Uh, let's go to Charles in North Carolina, WSIC. Hey, Charles, what's going on? Hey, Todd. Uh, Todd, I don't know if you've seen the uh, interview yet with Tucker Carlson and a uh, Colonel Douglas McGregor. Uh, I saw that last case. night. Yeah, and I tell you, that really, really shocked me, uh, Todd, because after watching that, uh, I just I, I just have a bad feeling. I don't know about you, but I just have a bad feeling that if we don't do something quickly to course correct, this country is on the verge of suffering a major military defeat. Uh, we are woefully unprepared militarily to, to fight a war on four fronts. Uh, we're under strength. Uh our military has been purged of a lot of good people and have been replaced by people who are woke and believe that the greatest threat to the United States is the weather, climate change, rather than China. And the worst thing about it is we're being led by somebody that is very weak, uh, Joe Biden, and then that extends to Kamala Harris, Anthony Blinken, Jake Sullivan, Mark Milley, Lloyd Austin. I just don't think that we're respected and feared around the world anymore. And we still have the mindset uh, that it's 1991 or 1945 all over again, where we can just kick anybody's butt that we want to, and people are just going to lay down and and roll over. And if you listen to Douglas McGregor in that interview, uh, uh, Hezbollah, he said, if you think that Hezbollah is afraid uh, uh, of the United States, you better think again. If you think that you know, if, if the United States attacks, that they're not going to do anything, they're just going to lay down their arms, you better think again. Uh, those carriers and that carrier battle group we have over there, he was talking about how we need to keep them so far out of the eastern Mediterranean because now they're going to be in range of Iranian missiles, Russian hypersonic missiles. And I just, I don't know, I just got a bad feeling about, about how this whole thing's uh, being played out. And then if we do suffer a defeat, Todd, what, who's going to be there to protect us on the southern border, which is where the main threat is, in my opinion? That is, look, that that's a great question, Charles. Uh, we're going to have to leave it there. But I think that's one of the things that has me just feeling a little uneasy about all of this. I'm not sure, and this is coming from a, a lot of members of Congress, we are not prepared. The military is not prepared to fight a war right now. And that is my concern. All right, we got to take a break here, folks. 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. Now, listen up. We are raising emergency relief funds all this month. So we only have a few more days. We're raising money all this month for the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. And they need our help. We're raising $5,000 today. That is our goal today. All you have to do is go to our website, toddsterns.com, click on the Israel at War banner at the top of the page, and you'll be able to make an emergency donation. $5, $500, $5,000, that would be incredibly awesome. 
You can also phone in your donation to 1-800-514-5577. That's 800-514-5577. Join me and Dennis Prager, Mike Huckabee, Charlie Kirk, as we help our friends, the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, raise emergency relief money for our friends in Israel. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. So happy to have you with us today. And I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line, a good friend of this program. He is the chief executive officer of the Wellness Company. And you can find information about the Wellness Company at twc.health slash Starnes. That's twc.health slash Starnes. The CEO of that company, Peter Galuli, uh, joining us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line today. Peter, so honored to have you back with us. Todd, thanks for having me again. So I was uh, I was having a conversation yesterday with a, a good friend of this program. Uh, he and his wife getting ready to uh, send their married son, newly married son, off uh, to France. And uh, they actually ordered one of these great kits, these emergency kits. I uh, wanted to make sure that uh, he and the, the new bride were okay and uh, they had uh, whatever they might need uh, during their visit to Europe. And, and I thought, that is what a great wedding gift. Yeah, that was an incredibly smart recommendation, especially in this day and age, Todd. And um, just for the listeners out there who might not be familiar, so uh, what you're referring to is the fact that you know we've started offering at the wellness company medical emergency kits, which are a kit with eight prescription-only medicines in them that solve 32 different types of diseases and common ailments that you might face on a, you know, year-to-year basis, everything from a tick bite to bioterror. And at this point, and everything we learned from the pandemic, it probably makes sense to be prepared. No, it, it does. And and I have to imagine that you guys have seen a pretty dramatic increase in people uh, wanting to, to get these medical emergency kits, especially with what's going on right now in the Middle East. Yeah, Todd, we, we really have. And, you know, I think it's a shocking stat to most Americans to learn that uh, between 80 and 90% of all prescription drugs in America are actually produced overseas. Imagine that. I mean, it's it's absolutely crazy. But we saw what, exactly what happens with this last time we you know had the pandemic, where companies and countries started stockpiling meds, medicines, driving up the prices. Every time there's an armed conflict, the same thing happens. Countries start to clamp down the med- medical supply, supply chains get tight. And there are shortages of critical life-saving medications here at home. And if at this point we don't have a, you know, essentially a pharmacy in our own houses, which is what our medical emergency kits provide, uh, then you're just not ready for what's next. So let's talk about some of the things that that would come in this emergency uh, emergency kit. Yeah, it's a great question. So there's three categories of medications. So there's antivirals, antiparasitics, and antibiotics. Uh, and they have some of the most common medications that we all should have on hand. So there are things like amoxicillin, things like ZPAC, things like doxycycline, and even ivermectin. Uh, so they're all in this kit. There's eight medications in total. The number one question we get is, well, how do I know how to use these medications, Todd? And, and, and it's a really good one. So we offer a 22-page guidebook that we put in every single kit that walks you through step-by-step what ailments each medication is able to treat. And then how to dose those medications for uh, a single adult. 
So this uh, so this medication guidebook and uh, it, it's a pretty spectacular thing and uh, it comes in a very uh, convenient. Uh, I got mine in the mail a couple of days ago and it's really great. You just uh, unzip it and flip it open and there are all of your meds uh, at the ready. And, and this guidebook, uh, this was not just written by some, you know, uh, Joe Schmo. Uh, this was written by uh, your chief medical board so people can know uh, that they're getting great, great professional advice. A hundred percent, Todd. And, and your listeners might be familiar with Dr. Peter McCullough, who is the, the head of our chief medical board. So him and his team wrote this guidebook. So every person can have a doctor in their home effectively. And that's what it is, is supposed to represent. I'm just curious. Um, have you, have, are you guys able to poll the, the folks that are calling in or, or ordering online? Are you able to ask them, you know, why, what, compelled them to get the emergency kit? Yeah, Todd, you know, we get such a spectacular array of responses to that question. I mean, the number one is just after everything I saw in the pandemic and after the healthcare system let us down, I want to be prepared for whatever's next. That's number one. But we see people all over the place that are buying them for overseas trips, buying them for the, you know, the beach house or vacation home on the lake. Perhaps they're going hunting this season. Maybe they just want to be ready for flu season coming up. All of those reasons are perfectly valid. And remember, these are prescription kits. So uh, after you purchase, you fill out a short intake questionnaire. You don't have to actually see a doctor. You just fill out the questionnaire online. The doctor issues the scripts, and the kit arrives in the mail just like any other product uh, a week or two later. So uh, you guys also do some virtual care consultations as well, which I'm sure people are really going to be appreciative of. How, How do they go about doing that? Yeah, the, the virtual care consults are also accessible on TWC.health. Um, we offer a 50-state telemedicine practice that can prescribe, you know, any sort of prescription or prescription refills uh, straight to your door. And you can talk to a doctor that shares your American values, and that's really important to us. Well, I think this is great. And real quick, um, before we have to ramp it up here, uh, what about prescriptions? Do I, do I need a prescription when I reach out to you guys? Uh, well, it depends, Todd. So um, you don't necessarily. So our acute care, uh, you know, handles a ton of COVID patients, you know, bronchitis, uh, all, all sorts of just kind of acute needs, um, you know, things like, you know, UTIs and other infections. Uh, so we offer prescriptions for that directly. If you have something you need a refill on, we can help you with that, too. When it's a topic like our medical emergency kit, you don't need to actually see the doctor. You can just fill out that intake form after purchase, and it'll be shipped directly to you. Well, but it all goes through our uh, our medical practice. Uh, it's just terrific and so well done and so user-friendly. And I, look, some, even somebody like me would be able to understand uh, all of the all of the, uh, the terminology and the things that you guys are trying to convey. Folks, here's the deal. If you go to twc.health slash Starnes right now, you're going to be able to save 10% with my promo code STARNS. Again, twc.health slash STARNS. Peter, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, Thank you again for coming on. We're going to get you back on soon, uh, and we appreciate the great work you're doing for our nation. Thank you, Todd. God bless. All right. uh, The Wellness Company, everybody, twc.health slash STARNS. Check it out. Be prepared for what's coming next. We'll be right back, America.
Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. And hello, everybody. Welcome to Hour 3 of The Big Show. Good to have you with us today. We've got a lot going on this hour of the program. We're going to bring you up to speed the very latest from Israel. Also, our good friend Kevin Sorbo is going to drop by. Uh, He has some things to say about the anti-Semitism that's raging on American college and university campuses. Also has a brand new movie coming out. Uh, It is called Miracle in East Texas. So we're very excited uh, to have Kevin Sorbo joining us. And, of course, we're following the breaking news details out of Capitol Hill where Republicans have chosen a moderate, a liberal Republican by the name of Tom Emmer to be their nominee for the next Speaker of the House. So we'll let you know how that uh, process is going as well. We've got a lot of people wanting to weigh in on the phones, and let's go right to our phone lines. Our telephone number, if you'd like to call in today, folks, 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Memphis, Tennessee. James listening to us on our flagship station, KWAM. Hi, James. What's on your mind? Yeah, there's a lot on my mind, but we don't have that much time. First of all, I'd like to say I'm a 75-year-old Vietnam veteran, and after that war, I went through a lot of changes in the streets, you know, but I I finally got myself together. And that's how I look at people. People, uh, countries, need to fight your own battles. I don't care nothing about the Palestinians. I don't care nothing about Israel. I care about what's going on in America. What's going on in America is a big sham. Vietnam, all these wars that that take place. You know what? I, I found out that the Vietnam War was a big lie. It started on a lie. The government did not tell the soldiers that Agent Orange exists. They lied for twenty years. So, do you think, as a as a as a veteran, has gone through that? Would listen to anything that these idiots, these warmongers, these evil people that always want to go take somebody's land and get mad when they try to take it back. But the point about it is, when I grew up, when I was in a fight, I had no help. I fought my own battle whether I won or lost. And I think all these countries need to fight their own battles. That goes for all of them. Right, but it's James, so be- James, let me tell you, right now, Israel's not asking for our help here. They're not asking for boots on the ground. They just want to be able to go in and do what they need to do to protect their country. And, and i got to respect that. Um, you know, there, there may come a time where they do need our help, but right now they're telling us, hey, look, we don't need your, we don't need your boots on the ground here. We just need to be unleashed so we can get the job done keep our money too all this money is going out for all this stupidity barbara jordan from Houston, texas uh a con- first congressman she told black people that these immigrants is going to be the killers here you're already in trouble well we've already you know seen that? that happen in chicago uh james where you've got hundreds of black residents that are up in arms because of what you just said where you've got the illegals that are being moved into their moved into their neighborhoods, uh, they're literally being replaced. And this is look, this is not by chance. This is happening. It's not happening in some sort of a vacuum. This is all deliberate. It is all intentional. James got to run. Appreciate that call. 
Let's go to um, Minnesota. Theo, what's on your mind? Hey, how come you haven't spoken about the news regarding... All right, Theo, appreciate you calling in. 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. Can we talk about Jenna Ellis for just for just a moment here? So Jenna Ellis, uh, President Trump's attorney, and, well, not anymore. Anyway, this is Jenna Ellis just a few months ago. T- take a listen. This is an elite strike force team that is working on behalf of the president and the campaign to make sure that our Constitution is protected. We are a nation of rules. All of your fake news headlines are dancing around the merits of this case and are trying to delegitimize what we are doing here. Let me be very clear that our objective is to make sure to preserve and protect election integrity. What is the point of all this? All right, there you go. So that's Jenna Ellis just a couple of months ago. Today, Jenna Ellis threw President Trump under the bus. She became the third defendant in Georgia, and we're talking about Big Fannie Willis's case, third defendant in Georgia to plead guilty. And here's how that went down. Thank you, Your Honor, for the opportunity to address the court. As an attorney who is also a Christian, I take my responsibilities as a lawyer very seriously. And I endeavor to be a person of sound moral and ethical character in all of my dealings. In the wake of the 2020 presidential election, I believed that challenging the results on behalf of President Trump should be pursued in a just and legal way. I endeavored to represent my client to the best of my ability. I relied on others, including lawyers with many more years of experience than I, to provide me with true and reliable information, especially since my role involved speaking to the media and to legislators in various states. What I did not do, but should have done, Your Honor, was to make sure that the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were in fact true. In the frenetic pace of attempting to raise challenges to the election in several states, including Georgia, I failed to do my due diligence. I believe in and I value election integrity. If I knew then what I know now, I would have declined to represent Donald Trump in these post-election challenges. I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. For those failures of mine, Your Honor, I have taken responsibility already before the Colorado Bar who censured me, and I now take responsibility before this court and apologize to the people of Georgia. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. What? She's a I mean, get the get the gal a Kleenex or something. I mean, oh my gosh, I feel it's terrible. But who cries like? Don't do it. Are attorneys even allowed to cry? I think it's somewhere in the bar exam. You're not you're not allowed to cry. There's no crying in the courtroom, ma'am. But by the way, so here you have um, Jenna Ellis, and she was out there raising a lot of money. I mean, a lot of money. Um, for her defense, well over $200,000. Now, here's what gets me. If she knew she was guilty all along, is she going to return that money? Is she going to send that money back to the, the good and decent people of, of America who, who went out there and they donated in good faith thinking that she was innocent? And by the way, whatever happened to loyalty? I mean, is she's admitting to wrongdoing. What is the wrongdoing here? You either believed the election was stolen or you didn't. You just can't all of a sudden show up in court 
and start weeping uncontrollably and throwing yourself at the mercy of the court. That, that, that's, not how this, that's not how this works. But again, everybody's out to save their hide. Everybody's out to save their skin. And Miss Ellis is certainly free to do that. And um, she will be facing probation, no jail time. And Big Fanny knows this. Big Fanny knows she really doesn't have a case. So she's trying to get these folks to turn on Donald Trump. Will they actually end up testifying against Donald Trump? That's that's the million-dollar question, and I think we're getting a pretty good glimpse of the answers here. So there you go, uh, Jenna Ellis getting very weepy today in court as she, as she pleads guilty. All right, got to take a break here, 844-747-8868. That's our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. We're going to be taking your calls. We're going to get you a quick update also on the speaker's race. And Kevin Sorbo is going to drop by in just a few moments. This is the Todd Starn Show. All right, welcome back to the Todd Starn Radio Program. Great to have you with us today. 844-747-8868 is our number. Let's go to the phones. Mike, listening to us. In Portland, Maine, W-L-O-B. Hi, Mike. What's going on? <laughs> How we doing, Cap? Hey, you know, I don't think a lot of people realize the pressure that's being put on these people like Jenna Ellison and all these people to take top to a plea. Look, when the minute they mention RICO, that means that if you don't agree to the state charges, they're going to push it over to the feds. Now, if you listen to her, is she's crying. She said she's already been censored by the Colorado Board uh, of Law. Look, they're do, they're going to crush these people if they stand in the way of them getting Trump. But I don't see where their testimony is valuable. He was the client. They were the attorneys. Now, if it was bad advice they might have gained, so be it. Good advice or bad advice. They're the, they're the attorneys. He's the client. But the pressure that's being put on these people is immense. And if you notice, they want the verbal, uh, they want them to do a verbal statement in court. This is all about getting Trump and the scared Trump. Let me tell you, there's, they haven't got anything on this guy. And they're going to any desperate measures they can to crush the people that were around him. And look, it doesn't take much. They're trying to get a conspiracy is what they're trying to do. And the more these people take a plea, that's what they can cop to saying there was a complete conspiracy going on with five to six of them to overthrow the election. Mike, I'm, cu- I'm curious, Mike. Let me jump in here for a minute. Uh, I, I'm curious. What, what would you have done in that situation? Again, and it seems to me, if I'm not sure why they're going after the attorneys. I mean, they gave their client advice. And if they were on the up and up, they ought not to be facing any charges here. Yeah, well, you know they, they're always going to go out. To, they're always going to go out to the attorneys if they can crush the attorneys. Look, there's another problem that Donald's going to have down the road. I hate to see. There's when they crush these attorneys the way they have. There's not a hell of a lot of people that are going to want to represent them because they're going to come after them too. Look at all the lawyers they've gone after on this already. 
it's going to make hard. It's going to make it hard for Donald to find representation, good representation, because nobody's going to want to touch it. I, I just don't know what's going to happen, but I don't see anywhere where they have anything against Donald on this. He, he accepted advice from his attorneys. Yeah, exactly, and, and that's that's a, that's a great point here. So Trump was relying on their guidance. I mean, they're the experts; they're the professionals. We'll see how this plays out, but it's pretty clear they're trying to get everybody to flip on Trump. The question I have is, what are these folks going to do next? Uh, that, and that's that remains to be seen. Mike, we got to run. Appreciate the call. All right, eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight is our number. I think this was an interesting conversation. Um, last night on Newsmax, Eric Bowling was interviewing uh, Governor Ron DeSantis and asked about what do we need to be doing about these pro-Palestinian members of Congress, uh, specifically people like Rashida Tlaib. Let's take a listen to Cut 8. A foreigner does not have a right to be here. They're here at the grace of the American people. If they're on a student visa, that is absolutely revocable uh, based on government policy. And so what I would say is if you're a foreign national on a student visa, if you're out demonstrating in favor of Hamas and terrorist attacks against uh, innocent people in Israel, uh, I would yank the visa. I would send you home. We only have so many spots at these universities as it is. Uh, I think that that we need to do more American students to begin with. Uh, nevertheless, we have every right to do it. And if you look at what's happened in Europe, you know they've imported a lot of people, and now it's really changed the underlying dynamics of those societies. You have massive pro-Hamas demonstrations, massive anti-Semitism all over. I don't want that here in the United States. So yes, we will be very forceful. We'll send people back uh, because we just need to nip this in the nip this in the bud, I believe is what the governor was trying to say. And he's right. Um, look, I, if if you are in this country and you are, let's just say you're a refugee like Ilhan Omar, and we welcome you into this country and then you turn around and you spit on us, then you know what? Yeah, fine. You're out of here. You go back to wherever you came from and good luck to you. As a matter of fact, we'll even foot the plane ticket. Delta's ready when you are, man. As far as Rashida Tlaib and all the rest of them, do you believe, ladies and gentlemen, that we should have anti-Semites serving on Capitol Hill? I mean, would we would we want members of the KKK to be serving on Capitol? No, of course not. So I really don't see much of a difference here. But this is pretty despicable. Uh, by the way, here's Ilhan Omar, cut number 11. I want to say... How insane and painful and scary it is to work and serve in a space where we have a a member in our caucus say all Muslims are responsible for this and not a single condemnation comes from our caucus leadership or any member of Congress. How is it, how is it that we are serving in a body, serving in a body where there are members who condemn us for asking for peace, for ceasefire, the most simplest thing? Eh, eh, all right. I, look, um, again, 
Cut down on the caffeine, Ilhan. It's it's not good for you. It's really not. And don't wait. You don't want to get your blood pressure up either. But look, this woman is raging mad. And by the way, she's not mad at Republicans. She's she's mad at President O'Biden. That's who that's who she's mad at. Cut number twelve. Where is your humanity? How do you look at one atrocity and say this is wrong? But you watch as bodies pile up, as neighborhoods are leveled. Israel has dropped more bombs in the last 10 days than we dropped in a whole year in Afghanistan. Where is your humanity? Where is your outrage? Where is your care for people? How is it that we have a president who is talking about releasing hostages, who is talking about getting American citizens out of Israel, but could not get himself to say, I want to save and work to save the hundreds, thousands of Americans is stuck in Gaza. What is wrong with you? Wow. Um, Okay, Uh, a couple of things here. I don't mean to be inappropriate, but I kind of feel bad for for Mr. Ilhan Omar. The husband, the brother, whatever, I don't know. I've heard the rumors. I, I don't know. But could you imagine going home to that screeching every single night? My goodness. What do you mean you didn't fix dinner? What's wrong with you? Uh, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. By the way, where was this woman's outrage when the Jewish babies were being beheaded? Where was this woman's outrage when they were flying the paragliders in and gunning down, blowing up Israeli young people? Their only crime was attending a peace conference near the Gaza border, a peace festival. You never hear Ilhan or Rashida Tlaib or AOC or the one everybody forgets about, Ayanna Presley. You never you never hear the Hamas caucus talking about that. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us today, ladies and gentlemen. A lot going on out there. and We're going to be following those breaking news developments from Capitol Hill. I want to shift gears for just a moment. Always an exciting time when our friend Kevin Sorbo uh, joins us. Of course, he was one of the first actors to be blacklisted by the Hollywood cancel culture mob back in the day. And right now he joins us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Kevin, good to have you back with us. Good to be back on, sir. Thank you for having me on. And, of course, uh, you've got a great movie we're going to be talking about in just a few moments. It's called Miracle in East Texas in theaters on October 29th. And, folks, you're going to want to get tickets for that. Um, But, Kevin, I've been following your Twitter feed, and I just so appreciate your boldness and calling out what's really going on uh, overseas uh, in in Israel in the Middle East right now. Oh, you mean when I post the truth? Yeah, I know. It's just yeah. refreshing. <laughs> so it's like we live in crazy times. It's unbelievable. Truth is kryptonite to the left. But I, I'm going to keep on putting out my little uh, my little posts. It's not there to make, make anybody mad. But I can say, you know, 
it's a beautiful day today, and they're still going to get angry at me for saying that. So I really don't care what they say anymore because these people do not like who they are, and they want to drag you and me down into a little black hole that they live in, and I just am not going to join their little party. You know, Kevin, one of the things that's been really disturbing, uh, looking at the university campuses around the nation, not just at the Ivy League schools, but we're seeing this at public universities as well, this uh, this rise in anti-Semitism. I, I just I, I cannot fathom the amount of hatred for the Jewish people that, that's out there. What do you make of that? Well, I start with the public education system all the way through the universities. I mean, for whatever reasons, this is the road they take people on, and this is it's just ignorance. I mean, the youth are so easily misled. I mean, I don't even think half these people even understand what they're cheering for. I saw a, uh, a video where these people are marching down the street. I can't remember what, what, even, what university it was, where they're at. And it said, queers for Hamas. So the, gay, the, the alphabet crowd is for uh, Hamas? Really? So that, that would be the equivalent of, of the African-Americans being for the KKK. I mean, they have no idea that if they went to those countries, they'd be the ones that would be thrown off the top of buildings for being gay. I mean, it's, it's, it just shows the ignorance and just the uneducated aspect of their lives is that they're going to listen to what, uh, you know, our government's talking about, or what the media talks about, what other universities are doing, so I want to do it too. Everything they do, there's a great old movie with Marlon Brando that uh, is called The Wild Ones, and he plays a motorcycle guy, and he's got his leather on, he's on his bike, and there's this old guy sitting on a rocking chair in front of the general store, and the old guy says, what do you guys have to be so angry about? He, and Marlon Brando says, what do you got? You know, that's pretty much what I think is going on in our, our youth today. I think there's just such a weird, weird sort of just laziness and really learning the truth about anything. They just want to be angry all the time because their lives didn't turn out, their short lives didn't turn out the way they wanted to or something. I, I don't know. It's an amazing, amazing mystery to me. Well, and, and the good news, uh, if there is some good news coming out of this, Kevin, uh, thanks to the Israeli Defense Forces, they're not going to be able to throw uh, gay people off of any buildings in Gaza because there aren't any left. So, um, well, I, I hope that happens. I mean, they they got to realize, you know, you get if I if I put stuff like that in the, in the internet anyway, that you get attacked for being you know, anti-Muslim. And I'm going, you know, that's just so easy to throw these labels out of people. I'm not anti-Muslim. Of course, not all Muslims are bad, but I from reports I've read, they estimate there's 400 to 500 million that are radicalized terrorists. That's a lot. That's more than the entire population of America. And with 7 million plus coming across that border, you can't tell me that some of these guys didn't get through. I mean, what we're setting up our country for, thanks to Joe Biden and his cabinet, we're looking for pretty scary times down the road. Big time. Absolutely. And again, when you speak truth to the culture, they're going to come after you. And we saw this yesterday with the White House, KJP, actually saying the bigger problem is not anti-Semitism, it's Islamophobia. Uh, it's just nonsense. But but look, if nothing else, Kevin, I, I'm glad we're finally able to say, okay, who's on our side and who's not. Uh, yeah, there's, there's no doubt about that. But I mean, but I am in total shock to see the, the amount of people out there screaming. And they, once again, they don't know the history of the land that the is, Israel has. They have no idea of the thousands of years history there. So um, but that's coming from what the education system and these, these. I mean, I, even Bill Maher, which I love, with it, I hear what he's saying. I never thought I'd agree with Bill Maher um, when he was talking about the different things over the last year and a half, pointing out the ridiculousness of his own party. Um, he said, don't send your children to university. That's right. Just recently, he said, don't send them to university. And he's not wrong. 
There's a few good ones out there. I'd give Oral Roberts from Liberty University a shot, but the rest of them are useless. Kevin, I've got to put a big plug in uh, for your family. Uh, you guys have just been doing so much to uh, create films and, and entertainment for, for families all over America, and it, it is so appreciated. Uh, I want you to tell everybody about the new movie coming out uh, this coming uh, weekend. It's called Miracle in East Texas. You know, I, we're do, I do movies that I fell in love with uh, when I was a little kid. I do movies that Hollywood used to do, movies where the good guy does one, where there is redemption, there is hope, there's laughter, there's love, there's faith, whatever it may be. Um, this movie is a wonderful movie. It's a true story set in 1930, Miracle in East Texas. Please go to sorbostudios.com, sorbostudios.com. You get all kinds of information on it. It's about two con men that uh, played by myself and John Ratzenberger that went to Oklahoma and Texas in 1930, right in the heart of the Depression, they would woo widows out of their money on fake oil wells. They would sell 500% of the shares, five times what it was worth, declare dry hole, move on to the next town. Well, they get to Kilgore, Texas, they strike oil. Largest oil find ever in the history of the world. And, of course, they get arrested because, once again, 500% of the sales. And uh, while they're in, in court and all the widows that they ripped off showed up in the trial, they're in jail, and a gentleman walks in and says, I'm going to buy up all your worthless shares and pay back everybody you ripped off and make them wealthy, but I'll get wealthy myself. Well, that was the guy by the last name of Hunt, and I think people out there, much, the older people know who Hunt family is, and actually his two sons are the ones that own the Kansas City Chiefs. But um, it's a wonderful story. It's PG-rated. It's, uh, it's funny. It won 10 film festivals. It won Best Comedy, won Best um, um, uh, and the audience favorite, judges favorite, family favorite. It's PG rated, as I said. You can take your kids. It's only one weekend. We got this Sunday and Monday. Fill up those theaters right now. You can get tickets right now if you go to SorboStudios.com. Just put in your zip code. You'll find out what theater near you. Um, I'm not a, you know, we don't have a $300 million movie here. We don't have that kind of money like Hollywood does to put, promote their secular movies. So, um, we got a we got a movie that is wonderful and family um, friendly, and we need people to fill up those seats, and we'll get more more uh, we'll get more theaters. Oh, look, I I think this is terrific. You know, as I was doing a book signing a couple of years ago uh, in Dallas, and there's a sweet little lady who just waited and waited, and and came up, and uh, it turned out to be June Hunt, and of course, uh, her she was the sure. daughter of the Hunt guys. You know, and uh, we had a yep. great conversation, and a great Christian lady. She's a pastor, yeah. Doing wonderful. Great I've met her a number of times at uh, NRB conventions in Nashville, at National Religious Broadcasters. She's a wonderful lady. All right, Miracle in East Texas, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, by the way, we have links to the, the movie, so you can get tickets, MiracleInEastTexasMovie.com. And, and, Kevin, give us your website as well. SorboStudios.com. That's SorboStudios.com. And uh, support this movie, guys. we got some some wonderful movies coming out after this. i got four more in post-production, two documentaries that are coming out next spring that are really quite wonderful. And because you have absolutely nothing else to do, uh, Kevin, you also have a new book out as well, The Test of Lionhood from Brave Books. Yeah, you know, my, my buddy Kirk Cameron did one for them as well, and he got attacked last year. Libraries wouldn't let him read to seven-year-olds, but they were happy with the uh, with um, uh, uh, the drag queens to read to the seven-year-olds. And if you know Kirk Cameron, is, he's a very scary individual, I guess, in person. For Terrifying. So, Terrifying. <laughs> it's just amazing. 
So I kept talking about, you know, I'm tired of hearing about the silent majority because I hear about it all the time, the silent majority. How bad does it have to get for the majority to wake up? It's absolutely ridiculous what's going on. Our churches need to wake up. They're all afraid, oh, they might cancel me. They might come after me. They're going to come after you anyway. Stop being afraid. Stop letting fear rule your life because we all know government's favorite weapon is fear and so is the media's. So this book, Lionhood, is really, um, it's, it's called The Test of Lionhood because I want to wake the lions up. But it's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful story about Lucas the Lion Cub. He's out playing with his younger sisters. His sister gets cut by a very dangerous plant. She's going to die if they, unless they get the antidote. The only antidote is what his father taught him about, told him all about the mountain. He's got to go get this flower. He has no time to run back to get his father. He realizes he's got to pass his own insecurities. He's got to find his own courage. He's got to fight his own fear and roadblocks in his way. It's a move. It's a. I, I got attacked by the alphabet crowd saying it's tra- anti-trans, anti-this, anti-that. Go. It's not anti-anything. It's pro-child. It's about letting kids be kids. Let ki- let boys grow up to be strong men and strong fathers. There's nothing wrong with that. Let kids get old enough to decide what they want to do with their lives and their bodies. Don't don't tell six and seven year olds what they should be doing with their with their bodies and stuff. Let them be kids. That's not that's all it is. I'm not I'm not asking for anything big here. Let people get old enough and mature enough to make decisions for themselves. Love it. All right, Kevin, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, Congrats on the film. Congrats on the books. And uh, we look forward to seeing you up on the big screen. Thank you, sir. Have a great week. All right, you too. Kevin Sorbo, everybody. Uh, The new movie coming out, again, two days only, uh, October 29th. Get your tickets now. Miracle in East Texas. Anything Kevin Sorbo puts together is pretty darn good. And again, MiracleInEastTexas.com is the website for the movie. All right, we're going to the phone lines when we come back here, 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. Folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. I want to give you an update on what's happening uh, right now. So the House GOP conference is in recess until 4 o'clock Eastern. We understand that Emmer is not going to bring the vote to the floor until he can guarantee 217 votes. Now, we understand from reporting out there that at least 27 Republicans say they will not be supporting Emmer. Um, according to Laura Loomer, Matt Gates has um, endorsed has endorsed Tom Emmer, which is insane because Emmer is to the left of Kevin McCarthy. So you can make of that what whatever you want to, but what a mess. All right, let's go to the phones here. 844-747-8868. Let's go to Rick in North Carolina. Hi, Rick. What's on your mind? Yeah, I was just going to call in about the vote for the speaker. Um, even if they've got a number of Republicans that aren't willing to vote for him, why wouldn't Jeffrey just throw him a bone since he's the weakest link in the Republican Party? Could do that. As a matter of fact, there have been some speculation that could be the case. That, uh, in, But instead of voting for uh, Emmer, you would have Democrats actually stay away, which would lower the threshold, the numbers, that that Emmer would need to actually get to the point where he could become speaker. So that that could be happening today. Okay. All right. Well, it was just a thought, and I thought if he was the weakest point, then that might be the place the Democrats want to be. But you're right, they can do it in that way too. 
honest honest to goodness, Rick, what needs to happen is every person listening and watching the show right now needs to be picking up the phone and calling Capitol Hill and telling their lawmakers to hold the line. This guy is a far-left rhino. Uh, he has a lot more in common with conservative Democrats than he does with the base of the Republican Party. I, I am very concerned about the future of the GOP if uh, if they vote for this guy. All right, Rick, appreciate that call. Let's go to Don in Fair Play, North Carolina. Hi, Don, what's on your mind today? Okay, that's Fair Play, South Carolina. Listen, about these um, Hamas and, and the Chicago crew and the, the crew and all that stuff, I'm a Vietnam War vet. These people have no license to take such a stance. They haven't paid their dues. They're snowflakes. Until they have paid their dues, been through the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, the, the racial discrimination with Martha Luther King, and all of that stuff, they cannot take a stance. Tell them to go back to school and study American history. Until they've known their American history, they have no position at the podium. Well, Don, I appreciate those calls. And it raises an interesting point. And thank you for listening to us there in South Carolina. I want to go back and I want to play uh, some audio from AO or some, from Ilhan Omar. Uh, this is cut number 12. Just take a listen to cut number 12. Where is your humanity? How do you look at one atrocity and say this is wrong? But you watch as bodies pile up, as neighborhoods are leveled. Israel has dropped more bombs in the last 10 days than we dropped in a whole year in Afghanistan. Where is your humanity? Where is your outrage? Where is your care for people? How is it that we have a president who is talking about releasing hostages, who is talking about getting American citizens out of Israel, but could not get himself to say, I want to save and work to save the hundreds, thousands of Americans is stuck in Gaza. What is wrong with you? All right, so there you have it, Ilhan Omar, just passionate about protecting the Muslims, the poor, innocent Muslim people. Now I want to go back in time, and I want you to listen to how Ilhan Omar described the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Take a listen. Care was founded after 9-11 because they recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. Uh, you know, some people, they did something. Yes, they did something in the name of the religion of peace. That was the day, Elon Homar, when... Once again, Muslim radicals flew jetliners into buildings, killing thousands of American citizens. Some people did something. Do you, do you see the difference now, folks? Do you, do you understand this is what we need to be paying attention to? And by the way, I will ask this again today. Where are the photos? Where are the videos of all the Muslims 
enraged over what the Palestinians or what, what, what Hamas has done. Where are those marches? Where are those protests? Just point them, just point them out, and we will be happy to broadcast them on this radio program. So again, I, I can appreciate I can appreciate what people are saying that not all Muslims are terrorists. Okay, I agree with that. But you know what? So far, we have, we have yet to see a single march, a single protest in support of Israel, in support of America by these Muslim groups. And why do you think that is? That's what we need to be paying attention to here, folks. All right, look, uh, head over to the website, toddstarns.com. We have lots of great information uh, for you over there. Uh, coming out in just about five or six minutes or so, our newsletter. You'll be able to download the newsletter, all sorts of original content, and uh, we want you to check all of that information out as well at toddstarns.com. And, of course, download our free podcast, all three hours of the radio show. If you want to go back and listen to the great interview with Kevin Sorbo, with Tony Schaefer, you'll be able to do that as well. All right, folks, it has been a great day. We're going to do it all over again tomorrow. And by the way, we will be keeping you updated on the vote later this afternoon. Get out there and be good, America.